0: Let me say this. You have no idea just how hard someone's life can be, okay? You don't. You can't. For instance, yesterday, all right? Yesterday, I stubbed my toe 13 times. 13. Do you hear what I'm saying here? Okay, 13 times in the span of a single day, the unstoppable force met the immovable object over and over and over again until both my pinky toes, not just one, both feet looked like someone backed a steamroller over them. I know what you're thinking, what kind of madman would count how many times he stubbed his toe? Well, when you get the double digits, you start paying attention! Hey, welcome to episode 11 of Full Circus! You know, I usually say, welcome back! And, I'm, and I usually mean welcome back to the podcast, but that could be misleading, okay? Because you've never been to episode 11 before. I haven't even been here. Um, I mean, I guess unless you're doing some sort of rerun, right? If you're, if you're listening to it again, if that's your shtick, then, then welcome back. Hey, you know, I don't really need to tell you my name, I guess, because already, you already know the deal better than myself. But for all those new people, um, my name is Tristan Sartorius. Hey, uh, I mean, if you missed the, the title and, you know, the cover and the description and everything, my name's really all over the place, okay? I'm an ego, self-loving son of a gun. But that's just who I am, baby, okay? Roll with it. And uh, last episode was crazy, huh? I, I told you, I told you straight up right in the beginning, I said, hey... I've had bacon for breakfast. This might get dangerous. We might get really deep and passionate and loving and limbic and caught up in our emotions. And that's exactly what happened, right? I rambled on about the love and the, uh, the deep nature of Healy's for 30 minutes straight. And that's not really what I intended, but it happens, okay? Like I said, bacon is a powerful substance, okay? So consult your doctors and you know family, friends, everybody really that's around you before you use bacon. Because the side effects can just be catastrophic in a good way or bad. But hey, welcome back. I also forgot to mention that I changed the, the podcast logo, right? It looks a little different. It looks a little nicer, a little cleaner, um, I think. I went with the white text this time, but it's really, it's all in the details. It's all in the details. The one thing that does bother me a little bit, and I get caught up in myself i'm like oh i gotta figure out a way to justify this so the logo is a little bit like off center to the left or the right i can't remember really but it's just a little bit off center and i'm like well that sucks i wish i could fix that and go in and i could go and fix that but to justify that to prevent me from doing work to really enable my laziness i say hey that's kind of the nature of the circus right It's all, everything's off kilter, just a little bit. Something's a little off. So I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe we'll just stick with that. Maybe it's just fitting in the theme. So now, I don't think I'm going to change it. (laughs) At least going forward, I'm just going to let that sucker fly. So hope you guys enjoyed that new logo. hope you enjoyed that real, fresh thing. But hey, I got a little bit of a sniffly uh, situation up here in my nostrils. Pardon that. I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to stop that. But things happen, okay? You get sick with it. And you can't do anything about it, um, but, whew, man, I gotta just remember to breathe. Here's the problem with that, with that freaking um, with the theme song. As soon as it jams up, as soon as that freaking that freaking freaking as soon as that song just gets injected right into my veins i start jumping around i'm throwing out you know rock on peace out um little pigeons all the other hand gestures that i know hand signs anything that that means real good and then i'm just out of breath and then the show starts and i go (sighs) and and i'm really like three lines into the show i'm saying all right cut please can we take a can we just take a breather and then I unpause and I get back into it. And it's a whole big cycle. And then another problem is because I, for whatever reason, when I do this podcast, I don't do it in normal life, but right here in this show, I talk with my hands so much. Like I'm someone who's pretending to no know sign language, but just doesn't quite know it. Um, and that's just kind of my vibe, and I'm trying, I'm doing it right now, and I don't know how to stop, I want to be, like, what do I, I'm going to cross my arms now, okay, and I'm going to look like a guy who just has no interest in this conversation, you know, those people who, really, I mean, to be fair, I think a lot of people just have no interest in conversation, you ever see two guys, both of them don't want to be there, they both have their arms crossed, and, but they still continue to talk to each other, they might just be cold, I don't know, but, that's the worst. That's a, that's a bad conversation to be in. You're just like, all right, let's just let's both just tap out. Or let's just both keep pretending, you know? I think that's fine. I think, I think that's just human nature to just kind of close off and do what you feel like doing. But as long as you're not a pocket talker, okay? Those people who stick their hands in their pockets while they're talking, they just... It looks weird, you know? You're not trying to really stay warm. It looks like you don't know what to do with your hands, which scares me because why do you feel like, you know, just that there's some sort of weird some sort of weird energy you get from these people who feel like they have to stick their hands in their pockets when they talk and I don't like that. I don't. I'll be honest with you. You know, show your hands. It's 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 a psychology trick, right? You show your you expose your your palms and your wrists and you say, "Hey, I mean no harm, completely open." But pocket pocket talkers, it's like you can't even read their hands or their palms, you or their wrists. You don't know are they closed off or they have no interest. It's like I have no idea what you're dealing with. You might as well be wearing a mask. Because most of the time, quite frankly, you know, I'm staring at your hands. I'm trying to dissect the situation, diffuse. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, right? I got to be prepared. I'm a good Eagle Scout. I was never an Eagle Scout. But if I was, I would know how important it is to be prepared. So I'm always just staring at these hands like, what's what's going on? What, what's with the mystery? Why are they stashed away like that? And I miss everything that these people are saying to me, because so I'm like, well, hey, 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 who's that guy doing over there with his pints? And they're like, Wait, what? I am just trying to give you instructions about how to give pills to a dog so he doesn't die. And, uh, you know, you miss stuff. You hate to miss stuff. Stuff just whizzes over your head. Funny story. Um, you know when you're taught to shake hands with somebody, right? It's like maintain good, strong eye contact, right? It's important. It's good. It's a nice, firm handshake and to show that you're invested and you, it's a sign of respect. So, what happens to me, and I miss this stuff every single time, so I get, I'm like, so focused on the handshake, boom, good, strong, firm handshake, like, yeah, you like that, don't you, you son of a gun, you see the respect in my eyes, and I stare this guy back into his eyes, we're both hiding behind our fake smiles, showing, but there's just so much respect in the air, and, uh, and then I, they're like, hey, my name is, because I don't hear any of it, it's just like the, the deaf noise, and I'm like, Tristan, And uh, like, all right, I'll see you around. So then they pass. And then I turn ar- immediately I turn around and I go, what was that guy's name? I have no idea. I'm so focused on the handshake. that I don't catch any important stuff. Maybe I'm just dissecting the world too often. I'm just maybe I'm just too good. It's not overthinking. I'm just overly, you know, ob- ob- observational observative. Uh, I look at a lot of crap. Uh, So it happens, okay? I'm just observant. Ping! See, I do know the words, okay? I just gotta stop talking with my hands so I can think straight. But it's hard, you know? I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to keep going. I don't know how to kind of, right? My, My vocabulary isn't the same because this is all new to me. I can't think. I can't think sometimes. I can't blame it on the bacon. Didn't have it this time. I did have a nice big bowl of pasta though. Okay? This is just sharing my lunch diary now. Uh I knew a guy like that once where he just every time we met up with him, he just told me what I what he had for breakfast and lunch. And he he probably would have told me what he had for dinner, but he hadn't eaten yet. So I really just got a whole his whole meal plan every single time I I met him. Like we would shake hands and I'd be like, Hi, my name's Tristan. He'd be like rawr, rawr, rawr. and then he's here. You know, Cheerios, a granola bar, a little bowl of carrots, turkey sandwich. And I hear all that because by that time, I'm just out. I'm just out. But I don't know his name. But that's why I just call him Food Guy. And Food Guy, you know, if you're out there, if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, I I hope, I hope maybe you don't. I don't know. That's okay, though. We've all got our quirks. This might be a little bit of a light-shedding moment for you. That's all right. I hope you're just enjoying a nice big beef stroganoff listen to the show and you can tell everybody about it. So thanks for being here, food guy. I don't know where he's at. He's gone. He's not dead. He's just he's out there. So anyways man, I enjoyed a big big bowl of pasta. That's just those Italian roots, man. I really get in touch with my Italian roots. It's just it just became a thing where I was like, Yeah, I'm full blown Italian, right? I mean I'm not I'm not full blown Italian. My my grandpa is a purebred he's a purebred Italian. Um, Which means my mom's at least 50, which means I'm at the base at least a quarter, which it's still my dominant gene Okay, so it's still my main function as a person is to be Italian Um, And I really got into that uh, Like as a kid or something I was like, man, I need I need like an identifying gene because I don't know what my dad is my dad's like It's like mutt, but then they say they trace him back. We don't even know. We don't know the history. He's a wild He's a wild guy my dad's DNA is the equivalent of someone with their hands in their pockets. My dad's DNA is in his pockets. It's in his jeans, baby. Um, Yeah, so they've, they've tried to track his history down, and maybe there's some more Italian. Maybe I can get a little bit of a boost up. But right now, I'm a, I'm a quarter, quarter Italian, okay? You know what that means? You can freaking buy a gumball with my DNA, okay? My genetics are freaking bending machine worth, okay? I could get you a stick of gum or, like, a little tiny bag of almonds. I don't know. But 25 cents, baby. Um, yeah, I really embraced this side. I really embraced that side of Italia. Viva l'Italia! Um, yeah, I really I really bought into that because I just didn't I didn't know what to be. You know, I didn't know who uh, what my culture was supposed to be. American, but I needed I needed that extra flair. Everybody else has got an extra flair, and I didn't just want to be a white guy. Nobody wants to be white guy. So I was like, I can't just be white. I gotta be something else. And I was like, okay, let's take a look through my jeans and pull out my pockets, and I found out that I got a lot of Italian in me. So I embraced it. I embraced it. I love the food, love the stuff, love the culture, love the language, love the music. Everything's good about it. Um, it's kind of unfortunate that like Italian bread is also known as white bread, so it's like a really a lose-lose situation for me. I don't know how to be anything but white. Not that there's anything can wrong with, you know, there's, white's fine, okay? White's fine. I just, I want more. I want more. Like, growing up, I wanted to be anything but white. I wanted to be black. I wanted to be Mexican. I wanted to be, you know, Japanese. And I would try and, like, join in on these, on the cultures, and I would want to look like them, and... and the hairstyles and the way they dress and the music and the language and I just I just didn't which is it sounded like an identity crisis like I just didn't I don't want to be me but I just didn't know what to be and then I was like oh wait I actually have my own genes I don't have to look at other people and try and follow their culture and heritage and whatever so I was like oh shoot I'm a medallion here we go so yeah it was a uh, I mean I think I told the story in the podcast where I just really wanted cornrows that was part of that story like I just really wanted to be black I did I was like I'm maybe I don't know how tan i can get i just want to be black because they look so much cooler than me and i was upset with it so i came to realize that i just can't look cool no matter what so i eat pasta every single day to drown my sorrows but you know what italian's great baby italian's great you know family whole family my papa we just got like four pizzas or something and we were over there working on his deck And we got four pizzas. And there was like barely any of us there. And then he was like, man, I thought we were getting five pizzas. What's going on? Why are we getting five pizzas? And I'm like, yes, see, that's Italian. He, uh, There's not enough pizza in the world for this guy. There's not enough pizza in the world for any of us Italians. And we clasp hands. And then I looked at him and I forgot his name. So anyways, (laughs) so what's going on? What's going on with me in the world? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. Something straight up that just happened. I uh I got robbed. I got robbed by a sweet innocent old man, and I didn't even see it coming. No, I didn't actually get robbed. Well, not per se, but you well, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. All right? Because that's kind of the point of the show in the first place. I'm gonna tell you some stories, some horrible things that happened to me, and you know, really, if you like me or not, you'll feel bad or you'll laugh. I don't. I, it doesn't really matter. But for the point of the show, we'll talk about it. Let's rewind back. <laughs> Wednesday, afternoon, scorching, like the devil's been eating hot Cheetos. It's so hot, it really is. So I'm sitting in this parking lot, right, with a black car, windows down, no AC, car's just off, I'm just trying to survive, right? It's, it's, it's a a warm one, it's a warm one out today. And my freaking back is just like peeling off the car seat. Things are looking dire for me, okay? So I'm sitting there on my phone, and I hear a noise. Hey, young man. Hey, young man, could, could I ask you a question real quick? I'm like, what's all the commotion? I look up from my phone to see what's going on out there. Oh, there's a guy approaching my window. Because, you know, it's down. It's hot, like I said. So this guy comes over. He's like, hey, man, Uh, we broke down. Broke down. Just need some gas. Need some gas for, like, a gas can, a gas can too, and some gas. And uh, just go over to the gas station. Could, could, I, could, I, could I ask you for a few dollars? I'm sorry. I don't really want to do this. And I know what you're thinking, all right? this guy's probably getting money to do a drug or maybe even two drugs if he gets a good deal, right? He's not asking for a lot of money. Now, what I didn't tell you is that this guy looked pretty, you know, pretty, uh, he wasn't looking well off. Okay. He was missing an eye. He was missing a hand and a leg. So it was kind of hard for me to say, no, don't want to give you any money. So I was like, okay, you know what? Because this guy's really gone through it, I can at least give him the satisfaction of, you know, pretending to look in my wallet. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pull out my wallet. I'm like, all right, sure, let me just see what I have. And I pull out and, you know, unbeknownst to me, I'm just freaking flushed with cash out of nowhere. I don't know what happens. I think my dad gave me money to go get him, you know, a a mower or something. Sometimes I get sent on random errands, but I've got cash in there. So now I'm opening up about to say, hey, sorry, don't got anything. And I'm freaking flushed out of my mind. Um, there was like $6 in there. Um, <laughs> just, just, if I ever say I have money, I don't have money. Okay, because why would I make myself a target to people? I would never. So if, just, just a little heads up. If I ever say that, if you ever hear me say I'm freaking flush with cash, like I need to wear two belts because my wallet's so heavy, like I've got back problems, you know, it's all just, it's just a cover up. It just makes me a target. So when people rob me, they're like, "Oh crap, this guy—he doesn't have anything. He's just, you know, sad." <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, I—I uh, I opened up. There was there was a few bucks in there. I was like, "Oh man." So now I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, "Man, well, even if he is trying to get a drug, right? It's—it still felt hard to say no for some reason, right? It felt it in my soul. Like this guy was literally on his last leg here." And I was like, dude, uh, all right, you know, I hope you're going to get gas with this. I hope you're going to get it. I hope you're trying to, you know, get through everything, but here you go. Just take it. Uh, So I gave him a few bucks and it was like all the money I had made for the day, actually, because I only had gotten like one order through dashing. So I gave it to him. Okay. Now, I don't know how my conscience was supposed to feel, maybe good or bad or somewhere in between. Honestly, right now I'm still a little bit shaken up about it. But, you know, I gave it to him, and thank you, Jesus, I got some orders right after that just re- replenished my my little leather folds of my wallet. So everything worked out really well, and I just let it be what it be. Kinda. Well, technically, I followed him throughout the parking lots, alright? Is that what you want to hear? I did it! You know, I gave him $6. The least I should get is the opportunity to pretend to be an FBI investigator for a couple minutes. So I tracked, and I maneuvered, and I saw him there. And I got on the radios and I said, Stand by. Over. We might have something here. I mean, over again. But I don't know how the radios work. So they're like, please, sir, get off this frequency. I don't know how you got this. So, anyways, I see the guy. And he hops his way to the back, the far back of this parking lot. Okay? And I thought, hey... It's a little bit sketchy, you know, the car's not by everything else. It's a little bit weird, but don't judge just yet, okay? He might not be trying to get a drug. It's, he did say he had a car. He said he needed gas. He's walking the complete opposite way at the gas station. That's okay. It's okay. You know, maybe it's his friend, maybe it's his wife. I don't know. So he gets there, and and I'm like, okay, well, at this point, my conscience is feeling a little bit better, so I start to turn because I do have an order. I need to stop wasting so much time. I can't I can't play this this PI game forever, so I start to turn and leave. And then I look, I take one last look, and this guy gets out of the car. And I don't really know how shady he looked at because I wasn't looking at him as a person. I was looking at his hands. Let me tell you something. They were in the freaking pockets, dude. No level of sketch above that. He gets out, guy's strolling in his pockets. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know what, you got me. Well played, so then he, the guy meets him, he's like, okay, well, now I'm with my own company, and he sticks his hands in his pockets, and now it's like, I don't even know if they're going to start putting their hands in each other's pockets, I don't even know how this all works, but then they get into the car, they look to be making some sort of shady deal, everything's all shady, and I'm thinking... I got to get out of here, okay, because one, I don't know if they have a gun, but two, this is just too much, like, there's just too much mystery, there's just too many pockets, I don't see anyone's hands, I have no idea, I cannot dissect the situation at all, if there's no palms to see, so I freaking turn and burn, and I decided to go to work, and I just cut ties, six dollars, gone, but you know what, we made it back, and we got a, we got a good story out of it, so, you know, dude, Wherever you are, I hope things are looking up. Um, I don't know if I don't know 100% if you got the drug or not. I assume just because of the pockets, but it is what it is. Hope everything gets better. Hope that six dollars takes you far. So, anyways, moving on, <sighs> dude. Holy crap! <laughs> the podcast is a freaking sport. All right, I'm just like sweating everything. I'm out of breath. I can't breathe. It's just I'm gesturing so freaking violently. I'm burning up all these calories. Okay. That's the real reason I eat right before the show is because it just burns off. Just, it's just gone. Just gone. Like, oh, you just eat? Go do a podcast, dude. Talk with your hands for a little bit. That's the reason the world's so fat is we don't talk with our hands enough. But really, you don't want to do this. I really don't want I don't want to talk with my hands in real life. I don't want to. I'm in the closet while I do it. That's It's a safe space. It's a safe place for me to do this. It's safe you know, to look like an idiot. But as long as it doesn't carry out into the outside world, I think we'll be okay. So this is... This is really just my time to look stupid and look like I can't even breathe while talking. I can, okay? I'm just freaking all over the place. Um so anyways, what what's what's the timestamp? One second, let me look away from the mic. Uh looks like we're just over 21 minutes. Alright. Now I would talk about something else. I would. I would love to, but I feel like it's a running gag now where I just say that I've got other things I want to talk about and then end the show. And I I actually don't like that. I would love to change that. But I want to make sure everything has the proper amount of time to go into it. And I don't. I don't have this. So one more time. One last ride, okay? I'm going to say I got some good stuff to talk about next week. And it'll be fun. Actually, I'm going to watch my brother's dogs again this weekend, so we'll see how it goes, pray for me, I'm, I'll am i keep him alive, I'll keep him alive, I swear to you, I swear to all of you, and for some <laughs> reason, my tone of voice sounds like I'm lying, but I'm not, okay, Carlton, if you're listening to this, I promise, I'll keep your dog alive, Um. so anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, we're going to end the show, we're just going to rock it, we're going to rock it right out of the, <laughs> right out, right out. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope everybody is having a good weekend. Hope things are going better for you. You know, don't stub your toe. Make sure your hands aren't in your pockets, because, yeah, it gets bad. It gets bad. But, and don't do drug. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartorius, but you already knew that, because it's everywhere. All right, hum out. Please, 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 please. It's Fake Echo.